This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to our last half hour of Real Presence Live. I'm Chris Euler. I'm Father Tim Cohn. And we just concluded a great conversation about uh, prison ministry with Mo Irvine, right? How she's serving uh, that population of God's children. Yeah. And now we're going to toss it to another way that we can look at how God's people are being served through healthcare. So we're now joined by Dr. Billy Mather. Uh, she is with the University of Mary, uh, St. Gianna School of Health Sciences, in particular, uh, the nursing program. So Dr. Mather, welcome to Real Presence Live. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you for being on. And uh, we were talking a little bit in the break about uh, our mutual love for you, Mary. I'm a, I'm a grad. She's a two-time grad. She works there. So uh, it's, it's great to have you on. And before we dive into the meat and potatoes of the interview, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. I'd love to. Um, and it will give me a little bit of uh, relevance for why I can talk about nursing. I've been a nurse <laughs> for about 25 years and a nurse practitioner for over 20. And at the University of Mary, uh, at the University of Mary is where I earned my nursing credentials, both at BSN and MSN. And then because we didn't have a doctorate yet, had to go and earn a doctorate so we could start one here, which mm. we now also have program, program tracks in. And so I've been here a very long time and, and feel like there's no better place to be kind of born and raised as a nursing professional, if you will, than in this Benedictine environment. Um, as a nurse, my background is primarily critical care. I worked in an adult ICU and flew on, on um, fixed wing and helicopter for a couple of years during that time, wow. transporting critically ill patients from rural communities across our region to our healthcare facility and from time to time, taking critically ill patients who were sicker than our facility could manage in, in taking them to even larger quantitary care centers, um, in, usually in the cities or Rochester Mayo Clinic. Um, from there, I worked for 20 years in the emergency department as a nurse practitioner, and I still get to practice some. I recently worked two days this week in urgent care, and so I I can't take myself quite completely out of the clinical realm either. However, I've been in academia now since mm, 2004 full-time. So I love, I love being able to help young people reach their career goals. Mm-hmm. So can you uh, give us an insight? So uh, one of the things that we heard a lot, especially during COVID, uh, and I saw this sort of firsthand uh, when I was here in Aberdeen, I would do uh, regular rounds at the hospitals uh, and had a lot of mm-hmm. conversations with the nurses. And the, the one continuous comment that kept coming up was understaffing or, mm-hmm. or rural hospitals losing staffs, either to traveling nurses or that kind of thing. So can you give, give us a little bit of background as far as what's the circumstance that we have found ourselves in and how do we get here? Here, especially in regards to nursing uh, staffage, uh, staffing issues. Right, absolutely. I'd love to talk about that because it is, you know, nursing um, in some ways is in crisis because of our workforce sh- shortages. However, this isn't something that we haven't been anticipating and actually that we knew was looming long before COVID. I think COVID kind of amplified the situation and probably brought it more to the forefront in the public eye. But we've known for probably over a decade now that when we, you know, as we approached um, 
this time frame, we would be, we knew we would be having workforce issues in nursing. And so, you know, perhaps we haven't done all that we, you know, as a profession and as a healthcare industry to try and gear up for that. Uh, but I'm really happy to know that not, you know, not all things as a result of COVID are doom and gloom. Um, this has given us an opportunity to bring nursing to the forefront and to help um, figure out solutions to the nursing workforce, which I think we'll get to talk about one today. That's awesome. Yeah, and so uh, in regard to that, how is the University of Mary addressing uh, this issue that we found ourselves in? Absolutely. So our mission um, at the University of Mary has always been to serve and meet the needs of the people of this region and beyond. Um, Nursing is a flagship program of the university. Nursing and education were the two majors that the University of Mary really is built on. And so um, as a result, we have a whole lot of experience in educating nurses and nursing professionals, and we do it at all degree levels, bachelor's, master's, and doctorate. And presently, the newest thing that we're launching that will complement our legacy programs in nursing at all of those degree levels is a nursing academy. Um, We will be launching a nursing academy in fall of 23, which is an innovative uh, opportunity for as many as 30 first-time freshman students to earn a BSN tuition-free. And I think, you know, that loops back a little bit to COVID and how, um, you know, our current state of economy in the nation and times are hard for a lot of people. And so to be able to think about preparing yourself in a vocation where there is ample opportunity to advance yourself in a career make um, a wonderful wage and also contribute in magnificent ways to people's lives um, and to to be able to prepare yourself that way without the burden of tuition is really phenomenal. It's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And I know University of Mary, you know, they produce good nurses, right? I mean, I grew up in Bismarck and, you know, spent my college days there and so I was well cared for uh, in the city of Bismarck and in, in, in the whole region and so uh, what an opportunity though for these students to come in to go and be debt free once they graduate to go serve and so uh, as you're forming this academy what are some of the flagship ideas or flagship things that will kind of drive this academy? For students in this academy and all students really our goal is to help form them, form students for life. So certainly we have an obligation to help students um, achieve competence in their profession so they can be well-qualified nurses, but we also want them to be well, well-developed, well-formed people. Um, so in terms of the Nursing Academy, um, in addition to the tuition-free distinction of this academy, we also will be Um, thrilled to be able to host these students on an all-expense-paid trip to Europe, which is made possible by uh, benefactors to the university outside of the healthcare industry partners who are supporting the tuition for these students. Um, And that experience will give our students an opportunity to spend time on our Rome campus, 
to visit um, Germany and uh, places like the Dachau concentration camp, Nuremberg, and other places, as well as to visit um, Lourdes, Lourdes, France, Mm. in the southern tip of France, where um, they will be able to experience, throughout this pilgrimage, they will be able to experience um, a transformational time in deepening their preparation for care and the understanding of respect for dignity of life and how um, when humanity can turn its face on respecting life and the dignity of life, uh, how that contributed to really one of the most devastating times in our points of modern history, uh, to that of Lord's France, where life is upheld and um, all people are honored and respected. That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're you're absolutely right. That uh, if if uh, I mean, I love the fact that you guys go to you said Dachau is is um, where you guys go in Germany. Uh, part of that yes. part of that trip, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've been there before, and it's it's one of those things that when you when you see it in person, when you realize that I mean that this. Uh, if if we forget about uh, what's what's the phrase? If we forget about the uh, the past, then it, or it, we, oh, yeah. we, then it's bound to repeat itself. Yes, yeah. right. That is, especially yeah. love, you know talking about the dignity of the of the human person, uh, and, and especially how crucial of a, of, the, uh, of a role that is for nurses. I mean, you guys are on the front lines for that uh, day in and day out. I mean, I've seen obviously we, we've all sort of been there. Anyone that um, you know have a nurse that that cares for you well, whether you've been in the hospital that thing, and we've also seen when they haven't cared for you well yeah. and what a difference that that mm-hmm. can make as you're recovering from from an illness or, mm-hmm. or that kind of thing uh so what a beautiful gift and the work that uh that you're doing here um so how long Thank how long you. is we're so excited uh so so how long is the program uh for for those uh going through it is it a four-year program is it a two-year five-year that's a great question uh the program is structured such that students will study year-round. So they're not learning at an accelerated pace. It simply means instead of having summers off, they will be studying during the summer. And so they will move to degree completion on a plan of 2.6 years. Um, But it will remain an eight-semester program of study that is exactly the same in terms of nursing curriculum to our legacy programs where students can learn and complete their BSN in three and a half or four year program length. That's fantastic. Yeah, that is huge. In fact, I think if I would have known about that, if that would have been impossible <laughs> back in college, I, uh, I I might have done something different with yeah. my life. <laughs> 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 Yeah, and especially the fact that the sooner that we can get uh, these individuals well-trained and out into the workforce to help yeah. to alleviate some of the staffing issues, the better, right? Uh, so That's what, what a great, right. What a great program. So how has the response been uh, with, uh, with the introduction of this program? Oh, it's phenomenal. I think people are, you know, um, a little starstruck of, like, how can this be? We hear about rising tuition costs and how expensive college is. And to think that you have an opportunity to earn a credential for nursing tuition-free is amazing. Um, And so we just launched, actually on Friday, headed into the holiday weekend, and I've received messages from students, I will be applying. This is amazing. We have applications 
coming in as we speak, and we're excited to see as the holiday um, kind of closes out and people can focus more how um, uh, additional questions will come forward. And we also have planned a virtual open house for later this afternoon. Oh, that's so awesome. Well, uh, we're talking to Dr. Billy Mather here, University of Mary uh, Nursing School, uh, about the new uh, academy that they have founded at the University of Mary to combat some of this nursing shortage. Uh, and we're going to go to a quick break here. And when we come back, we'll have some more questions for her. Uh, and she can shine some awesome light about the good things happening at U Mary. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right on back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Radio is available on Google Assistant devices, including Google Home, phones, tablets, and smart displays. To start this action, say something like, Okay, Google, talk to Real Presence Radio. It will then ask what station you want to play, to which you can respond, Play Sioux Falls, or Play AM 970, or Play WWEN. From there, you can use words like Play, Pause, and Stop. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere, on Google Assistant devices. Yeah, I've been listening to Catholic Radio, <clears throat> starting out in Seattle, uh, Sacred Heart Radio. Had a had a long commute, and you know, searching through the stations, kind of came up upon Catholic Radio, and you know, people were asking a lot of questions that I had, and I was able to kind of passively listen to all the different responses and ponder those, and kind of carry on a conversation <laughs> with the radio in my car, and and then proceed to look things up further as I as I learned about it. So so I have a lot of favorites, um, did a lot for me in my life and continues to um, really like Catholic Answers and all the uh, different themed hours they have where people can call in and ask virtually anything, um, like Crest in the Afternoon, getting that uh, Catholic perspective um, on, the, on the news for the day and all that's going on. Um, you know, and I, I could go on and on uh, like all the programs. Did you know you can listen to all your favorite local shows like Awaken and Real Presence Live on any podcast platform such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Amazon Music? Just search for Real Presence Radio on your favorite podcast platform. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes in the future. And don't forget to give us a good rating so others can discover the shows. Listen to your favorite RPR shows anytime, anywhere by subscribing on any podcast platform. Just search for Real Presence Radio today. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Chris Euler. I'm Father Tim Cohn. And we are interviewing Dr. Billy Madler from the University of Mary Nursing Program right now, uh, talking about their brand new nursing academy uh, that just came out last Friday uh, and uh, the work University of Mary is doing to combat the nursing shortage, but also to form people for life, to life well lived, to live out their vocation as a nurse well 
in regard to the practical realities, but also to be good people who recognize the dignity of the person. So great gift. Uh, Dr. Mather, we're so grateful that you've been sharing this with us. Uh, and so you guys developed the academy. You have the legacy program. Uh, can you share any other developments that have happened uh, in nursing education at University of Mary recently? Absolutely. Our faculty, I have. I just have to begin by saying I have the best faculty team in the nursing. They are so committed. Um, we have implemented this year a, a couple of new roles in our nursing faculty team, including a success coach and a simulation oh. coordinator. Um, so the success coach really is aimed to help us as a faculty team in partnering with our students when we might recognize uh, situations or characteristics where a student might need a little additional help in identifying um, study habits that promote their success and doing that early in their program of study uh, versus when we reach the end and uh, they might be struggling. So that is a super exciting uh, position. Uh, Professor Sarah Gebhardt is leading that up, and her office is just past mine, and it's been a steady stream. Um, it is a place that we've worked for to help create in a in a milieu that students see it as support and a positive thing it's certainly not a punitive thing at all so that's super exciting and then our simulation coordinator uh professor molly lear uh is all things simulation she's our guru and we are yeah. working very hard on um innovating new space for our simulation center that we hope we plan to have open this fall with a goal to increase the number of simulation labs we have from two to six. And this is huge for us because what it does is it gives us the opportunity to really expand the nursing students' encounters in simulation with high-fidelity simulators. So you, uh, the high-fidelity simulator is kind of the, the computer patient, if you will. It's a, it's a computer that's in a mannequin that we can operate its respirations, its heart rhythm, um, IVs, chest tubes, everything, so so students can have experiences with critical scenarios that they may or may not get exposed to in the hospital that puts them in these scenarios in a safe environment where they actually get to lead through the scenario and work through it, which might not be the experience in real life where they oftentimes take an observation role. So it's critical to, to our endeavor and preparing nurses who are, are going to be workforce ready. So that's, that's very exciting for us. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, it, it's great to give them an opportunity, you know, to give uh, as much, even hypothetical knowledge of, of what's going to, what they're going to be presented yeah. with, because, uh, I mean, <laughs> it's one thing to know it in theory, but if they, it, the more that they're trained that way, then the more when the actual cir circumstances present themselves, well, they, it, it's already ingrained in them what to do and how to respond. Yeah. Um, man, that's fantastic. And one that's of the things... Uh, so one of the things that you'd mentioned that uh, I just found personally edifying that's encouraging to me uh, is uh, the fact that they, it sounds as though that the, the university truly is investing in supporting of their students. Whereas, uh, you know, I think back to my own college days when it's more, everything was on you to just either figure it out or, mm. or you had to try to work the system to try to beat the system. Whereas you guys are committed to helping the individuals to help to, to see uh, where you can help to support them that they have the best, uh, 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 the, the best experience that, that they can have. 
That I, that's absolutely true. Uh, you know, the the goal is not our our barometer of success is not on who we can keep out <laughs> or keep from graduating. Our success is uh, really measured by who can we help bring to degree completion, licensure, and and employment. Yeah, that's fantastic. So, so is there are, are there particular um, uh, traits that you see in people who who would be good nurses? Or what if you know you have someone that's considering you know they they want to be a nurse but they're not really sure? Or uh, you know what what would you say mm-hmm. to someone? Or what ex- uh, what uh, advice would you give to someone uh, who wants to or is kicking around the idea of, of pursuing this uh, uh, kind of degree? Well, I think there are definitely personal attributes that align people with the vocation of nursing. Certainly, you have to be interested in being in a helping profession, a service profession. We are here to be of service to our patients and to our healthcare um, employers who give us settings to deliver that care. Um, in addition to being caring, um, you also have to be—you have to have strong aptitude in math and sciences. Nurses are the profession who spend the most time with patients. We're the ones that need to be able to pick up on subtle cues of changes in the patient's status. And so you, you, a nurse must develop critical thinking and problem-solving skills. Oftentimes, nurses also have to be resourceful because we may not have everything we need right at the moment. And so figuring out, um, you know, being resourceful to figure out how you can work with what you have they also have to be good communicators. And, and as I'm listing all of these things, they're all attributes that can, can be learned, right? Uh, once, you, <laughs> once you are exposed to the sciences uh, and, and into your introductory nursing courses, it all begins to fit. I have, a junior, I have a daughter who's a junior nursing student at the University of Mary right now. So she just completed her first semester in the upper division coursework, which is very grueling. But it's so rewarding for me to be able to be witness to her and how when she's having her clinical experiences, what she's learning in the classroom is coming to life for her. And she's able to make connections from theory to practice. And so it's wonderful. Absolutely. And that's such a great gift of a good education, right? Being able to take the theory, put it into practice, see it in real life. And so for those who want to learn more about the, the University of Mary nursing program and uh, uh, the academy or the legacy program, uh, where can they learn more? Probably the best place to start is visiting the webpage www.umary.edu forward slash nursing academy. Um, I also would invite anybody interested to call our admissions number at 701 701- Three five five eight zero three zero. Both of those would be great resources. And if, if someone wanted to, uh, let's say they're ready to pull the trigger and they want to apply for the program, uh, would they follow? Would they do the same thing as well? Or how can someone apply for the program? Yes, the first thing to do is to apply to the University of Mary in nursing. And once that application is complete, then you will be routed a nursing academy application. That is super simple. It's not difficult. And um, application deadline is February 3rd. We hope to have students on campus February 17th and 18th for interviews. Uh, for those that are unable to have a short turnaround in travel for that time on campus, we'll have an alternative for virtual interviews as well. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing the good things happening at you, Mary, in particular in the nursing program. And thank you for what you've been uh, dedicated your life to uh, for the last uh, 20 years or so, serving us, uh, those people of our region, in regards to their health. So uh, thank you, Dr. Mather. Thank you, Nurse Mary. Uh, you guys are doing great work. Proud alum. So, Thank but, you so much, Chris and Father Tim, for having me. Uh, God bless. Have a great day. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye-bye. We're going to throw it to the Fargo studio now to Rachel for the preview of tomorrow's show. So, Rachel, take it away. On the next Tour Presence Live Wednesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, Jack and Doreen Kennelly are your hosts coming to you live from the Fargo studio. They'll be speaking with Steve Weidenkopf about St. Thomas Beckett, and Amanda Jensen will be sharing about the 2023 North Dakota March for Life and why she keeps marching. All this and more is coming on the next Door Presence Live Wednesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you. That sounds like an awesome show. That sounds fantastic. Thomas Beckett, March for Life. Yeah, what more could you want? You I, know? I don't Maybe know. steak and eggs. And exactly. <laughs> and you can have that from the comfort of your own home and listen to Real Presence Live. Oh, man. Man, Chris, what a show. It was a good show. <laughs> this has been fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, I was thinking about this as we were uh, talking to... Uh, uh, um, <laughs> Dr. Madler, uh, that, uh, you know, there, there's always kind of a theme that, that flows through the shows, uh, and it's kind of cool just to see what our, you know, we were talking about hope and the light shining into yeah. the darkness, and uh, and then the, our beautiful uh, conversation with Father Schaefbauer, uh, you know, and how, uh, you know, how, how to discern, how to pursue the good, yeah. uh, you know, and then to see sort of how we can actually put that into practical use, you know, yeah. with, with prison ministry, as well as, you know, serving those in the healthcare ministry. Uh, and it's like, you know, our, our Lord's at work here. Yes. You know, and what a beautiful, beautiful uh, life lived with Christ that we have to live. Amen. Exactly. <laughs> Amen to that. I'm, I, and that's such a, it's such a thing, like, to uh, really emphasize, you know, to people who are Christians, you know, so oftentimes, like, uh, there's such a tendency to be like, oh, I, I gotta, I gotta pray and let the Lord love and let the Lord love me and tell me what to do, right? Yeah. But like C.S. Lewis and the end of his essay, Weight of Glory, uh-huh. one of my favorite lines, right? He was an Anglican, right? But they still meant the Blessed Sacrament. But one of my favorite lines in all of like anything I've ever read was Lewis saying, second to the blessed sacrament, the person sitting next to you is the most sacred thing in the world. Mm. And I'm like, that was today's show. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Absolutely. People. Absolutely. Boom. Yes. Love as our heavenly father has loved you. Amen. Father, you want to close us in a glory be? Amen. Glory be to the father and to the son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end. Amen. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. Merry Christmas, everybody. God bless you. Enjoy uh, the next This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.